0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Finding Freedom podcast. So excited to be recording my very first episode of 2023. I know that we missed a week last week with the podcast. I actually had recorded all of December's episodes, um, like in early December, I had all the episodes recorded and scheduled to publish up through Christmas so I can kind of take the second half of the month off and just be with my family and enjoy the holiday. I hope you guys did the same. Um, But we ended up getting super sick. So we spent the holiday with just coughs and colds and some stomach bug and just not really feeling the best. And then I felt better and lost my voice in the beginning of the year. So I wasn't able to record an episode for the first Monday of the new year or the second Monday because my voice was still not back. But here we are. It is January 10th, when I'm recording this, this episode is going to go out on the 16th, but I am just, I'm here. I didn't want you guys to think I forgot about the podcast or that it was going away. I just, I couldn't speak and my voice was just so crackly and I did not think that would be the best sound for a podcast episode. So I'm here today and I'm going to be talking about kind of a question, not kind of, it's a question that I've have been getting in my inbox a lot Um, as the new year has started, because everybody's setting their new year's goals. Everybody's diving into the actions behind those goals. You know, if you have the Finding Freedom Planner, I'm really big on not just setting a goal, but creating action steps to get you towards the goal so that you don't just look at the goal and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to get there someday. And then there's no plan behind it. You have to have a plan in order for the goal to happen, right? And so as people have set these goals, I have been getting a lot of questions on social media about just, where do I start? (laughs) I want to read the Bible, I want to grow in my faith, and I just don't know where to start. And so that's going to be what today's episode is about. Um, A verse that I use a lot as we talk about scripture is 2 Timothy 3.16, which says that the Bible is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that we can be fully equipped for every good work that God has created for us to do. That's a paraphrase, Um, but that's what the Bible is for, is for us to learn and grow and understand God's plan for us and for our lives and for how we can serve the kingdom and bring him glory. And so as we dive into our faith, maybe you're brand new to your faith or maybe you're brand new to reading scripture or both, or you've been reading scripture and you kind of just don't understand it, I'm going to kind of give some tips to start out so that you don't feel overwhelmed by the Bible because it doesn't have to feel overwhelming, but I do know that it can be. And that's what this whole podcast has been centered around is understanding scripture and then applying it to your life. Because when I started my journey, I had no idea what I was doing. I would flip open my Bible to a random page. I would read it. I wouldn't understand any of it. And then I would close it and I'd say, okay, read my Bible today. And then I did nothing with it, and it wasn't really impacting my heart and helping me to grow in my relationship with God. And that's the point of the Bible, is for us to grow in our walk with Him and to learn and to be changed from the inside out. And if we're just not understanding what we're reading, it can be very hard for that to to happen. So the first tip that I have for anybody who is starting out in reading scripture is everybody always wants to know, where do I start? Where's the best place to start? And my biggest tip is to not start in the beginning. <laughs> the beginning is in the book of Genesis. And it the Old Testament in itself is just very hard and it's dry when you're reading it. So it can be kind of intimidating. And I don't think it's a bad thing. There's no bad books of the Bible, but it's just not the best place to start. So a lot of people get a new Bible, or dive into reading scripture, and they're like, I'm going to start at the very beginning, and we start in Genesis, and we get a couple chapters in, and it's kind of like, okay, I'm not getting anything out of this, and then we quit. So I don't want you to quit. So the first place that I really think that we should start is in the New Testament, because the New Testament is was written for us as the church that was like formed and or continued on after Jesus. And so we're living in that same phase and there's so many good takeaways that you can get from all of the different books. My number one recommendation to start is in one of the four first books, which are the accounts of Jesus's life, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are Jesus's life and his ministry, and they're referred to as the Gospels. So when you're reading the Gospels, it's kind of like reading the journals of four different friends who went out together on the road and journaled their journey and they share who Jesus is and how he came to be and what his life was like on earth, and then all the way up to his death and the resurrection. And then the book of Acts goes on to explain the the church after Jesus died and or left us. And so my favorite of those four Gospels is John. Um, I don't really have a reason why. I just really love the book of John. I feel like his writing, again, these are written, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are written by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So I might just be partial because I like the way that John writes. They are the same exact accounts of Jesus's life they're just told in different ways and me personally I resonate the most or enjoy reading most of the way that John put it so that's just a personal preference but any of those four will be great opportunities or great options to start with so um, the book of John is going to meet Jesus at the start of his ministry I'm sorry John met Jesus at the start of his ministry and he was there for all of the miracles along the way he became one of Jesus's close friends Um, but again, it records all accounts that John was a part of in Jesus's life. It explains why Jesus came to earth. It records what he taught and it recalls a lot of the miracles that he performed while he was here. So great, great book to start. I would also recommend as you're going through books of the Bible, if you're really struggling with understanding it, one, I have a Bible, it's called the life application Bible, and it has about half a page of footnotes in each Uh, on each page. So you read the scripture and then you could read the footnotes and it really applies it. It helps you apply it to your life, which is again, what this podcast is all about, what the Finding Freedom Planner is all about. Basically what I'm all about. I don't want you to read scripture and not do anything with it. So the, the life application Bible really helps you to take the scripture and it helps you to understand it. It goes into the history. It tells you different things that you may not know about the situation or about the place that they're at. And it just really dives into a further explanation of what you've just read. So the life application Bible is great. And I will link all of the resources and things I talk about in the show notes so you can check them out. But the life application Bible is available on Amazon. I think it's under $50. Um, Sometimes they have sales where it's like $36 and I get questions a lot on social media about my Bible because I share pictures of it and just takeaways that I've written in it or highlighted. And people are always like, where did you get your Bible? So I do share this one a lot. So I'll link that in the show notes. I love it so, so much. Um, it's just, it's been my favorite Bible. I have several Bibles and this is the one that I've loved the most. It's very big though, because there's so much depth to it, but it's just, it's amazing. Um, And then the second resource that I would recommend as you're diving into the first book that you're going to read in the Bible, like I said, book of John for me, um, the first, the second resource I have is the First Five app. This is an app by the Proverbs 31 Ministries, and this app was the tool that I used as I started diving into reading the word. I again, had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have anybody discipling me or mentoring me. I was just kind of trying to figure it out. I was new in my faith and I was on fire for Jesus. And every week at church, the pastor was like, you need to be in the word during the week. Don't just come to church on Sunday and get fed by what I have to say, like feed yourself throughout the week. And that always really spoke to me, but I was like, where do I start? (laughs) And our church had resources, of course, but I just didn't implement them. That was my own thing. But anyways, Um, the first five app is amazing. So what they do is they take each book of the Bible and then they write devotions on each chapter. Most of, most of the time it's one chapter a day. So you would read John one on your own. Then you could read the footnotes of your Bible if you wanted to, and then you can flip open to the app. And in the app, you can look for a study on the book of John, or there's different topical studies where if you're going through a season of fear, there might be a a devotion series on fearlessness, and it'll go through different scriptures for that. But I really like the ones where it just takes you through the whole book, and I know there's one for the book of John. So you download the First 5 app, go to where it says studies, and then search John, and you'll find probably a couple different studies on the book of John, and they're really great. They have a little community at the bottom where people that are reading it, excuse me, where people are reading it are commenting and kind of sharing their takeaways. There's always an application at the end and there's a great prayer at the end. And I just remember really loving going through the app. Now, as I've grown in my walk, I've kind of started to do my own journaling and kind of devotion writing, I guess you would call it through the use of the Finding Freedom Planner and just different methods I've used to study. But that was a great start for me to just really understand what I was reading. So again, I would read the chapter, read the footnotes, read the first five app. And then when I walked away, I felt like I had something I was taking away from it. Tip number two, for, um, diving into God's word is the finding freedom planner. I talk about this a lot on this podcast because well, it's the finding freedom podcast. The finding freedom planner kind of goes hand in hand with it. But the finding freedom planner is a planner that I actually created in 2020 at the very end of 2020. It started out in 2019 where my husband walked into my office one day and I was doing my quiet time and he was like, what are all these notebooks? And I was like, well, these are my sermon notes. This is the journal for that, and then this is the journal for my prayers, and then this is the journal for my quiet time, and then here's some of my Bible study stuff, and here's my goal journal, and my my notes from my work calls, and here's my planner, and I just had so many journals sitting all over my desk. I had sticky notes everywhere, and he was like, "You need to." Have like an all in one tool. You need to create something for yourself or find something. And I was like, Yeah, I've looked. There's nothing that encompasses all of this into one. And so there came the idea for a planner. And I'm like, I could create a planner that incorporates my faith, my busy life as a mom, my business, and all the things. And it would be amazing. And so I kind of had this dream starting to stir in my heart. And then I got scared. (laughs) It was, That was early of, I think it was December of 2019. I got so scared. I was like, there's no way. There's so many other resources out there. Who am I to create a resource like this? And then I couldn't let it go. And so I created in Canva these little pages, like on a PDF. And it was so so amateur. It was so terrible, but I created it. I printed them out and then I started using them on my own and kind of tweaking them as the year went on where I was like, okay, well, I don't love this section and I like this section and so on and so forth. And then um in the busiest season of 2020, we all know that 2020 was a crazy year for all of us with the pandemic, but um we were actually in the middle of a move. My husband's in the military, and so we were selling our house and we moved in with my dad for the the month that we had left in our, uh, at Fort Campbell, which is where we were stationed before here in Georgia. And we were living at his house. And I was like, my dad is like, he's my stepdad. I'm like, he, he is, he has a business mind. So I went to him and I was like, Hey, I got this idea, but I feel like it's kind of dumb. I feel like there's already something out there probably like this that I just don't know about. What do you think? And he was like, This is an awesome idea. You should totally pursue it. You should totally create it. And he just went all in and just had this belief in me. And again, he's like the business savvy mind where if he thinks something's not a good idea, he will tell you it's not a good idea. And he was like, No, this is a great idea. You should definitely pursue it. And so then I started looking at designers for helping me create the planner because again, my canvas skills were not not good. So I contacted a graphic designer and I sent her pictures of the, the PDFs I had created. And then I drew templates on like a piece of computer paper of what I had envisioned and she made it come to life. And that is the finding freedom planner. And we launched it in, um, December of 2020. So almost exactly one year later from the day of the idea with my husband, And then um, we've sold, I don't even know how many copies, I think close to 500 copies over the last two years. And it's just been so incredible to see so many women falling in love with their quiet time and putting Christ at the center of what they're doing. And so this planner, it has goal setting, it has weekly planning, it has a to-do list, it has sermon notes. It has a prayer journal. It has a, an area for scripture memory. It has an area for your quiet time in your Bible study journaling. It helps you uh, in it. I help you create a vision for your life. Um, there's a fitness and nutrition log. There's gratitude section. There's affirmation section. And then weekly you go through your daily or through your reflections with God. And, um, I think that's all of it. There's so many things in it, but it's, one day at a time. So you have a weekly spread that that you go through your week and you kind of plan your week out. And then you have daily pages that take you through your quiet time with God and then planning your day with God. And it's just been, it's been a game changer for me in my walk. Um, But the quiet time portion is kind of why I brought it up in this episode. I know that I just took forever explaining that. If you're still here, thank you for still listening. Um, That the quiet time pages are really where I dive in and explain to you the method that I use for understanding scripture. And it's called the SOAP method. You may have heard it before, but basically you're writing out the scripture that really stood out to you. You're writing down what you think the verse means, the notes that you're taking from just studying that verse more, what the words mean and so on and so forth. Then you're writing down an application for how you want to apply that to your life. And then you're writing out a prayer, asking God to help you in that application. And you're writing out your memory verse each day. You're going through a gratitude section each day, a reflection, and then also some affirmations. And it's just been a powerful tool. So first first tip I have is to start in the book of John. Just a quick recap. Start in the book of John. Second tip is to download the First Five app. Third tip is the Life Application Bible. And fourth is the Finding Freedom Planner. I will link all four of those in the show notes for you to check out. But really, I want to just encourage you, you know, in the Bible, we see so many scriptures that explain Jesus having a quiet time with God, where he went away and he was in a a lonely place and he wept and he just met with God. And I think that if Jesus needed that time, then we need it too. If Jesus, the son of God needed quiet one-on-one reflection and discussion and learning and growth from God, then who are we to say that we don't? And the one place that we can turn to really gain that that understanding and that relationship with God is his word. And so I don't want it to be overwhelming for you. I don't want you to feel like you can't read it because you don't understand it. Because I promise you, if you use even one of these tools that I've shared today, it will help you. I am always here. If you ever have questions about scripture, if you need help. If you just want to talk about a verse that you're reading that maybe you're not understanding, I can try to walk you through it. I'm not like a Bible scholar, of course, but I'm always happy to help women. And I get my heart is just so full when women reach out and they're like, OK, what do you think about this? Or here, I read this today. Like, what do you think it means? And we get to talk about it. Like, I just love talking about God's word with other women. So if you ever have questions, you can email me at brookcollinsfitness@gmail.com. at you can reach me on any social media channel at brookecollins09. Um, and, and I would just love to chat with you. So definitely reach out if you have questions. I hope this episode has helped you. I hope it's encouraged you. And again, the most important thing you can do is just get in the word. So set a time in your day that's gonna be your time with God. It doesn't have to be first thing in the morning. It doesn't have to be Instagram perfect. It can be in your car, As you, you know, get to work five minutes early and you dive in for five minutes into God's word, or it can be right before bed, or it can be when you put your kids down for a nap. It doesn't matter when you meet with God, it just matters that you do because he knows your heart and your heart moving towards him is what he cares about. So I hope this encouraged you. If it did, share it with somebody else. Help them to experience God's word alongside of you. Take a friend alongside this journey with you. You don't have to do it alone. We also have the Finding Freedom Planner community on Facebook, which you're welcome to join. And we just share scripture and takeaways and chit-chat in there about all the things that God is doing in our lives. And we would love to have you in there as well. So I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. And I will talk with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Finding Freedom podcast today. If this episode spoke to you in some way, can you please share it with someone else? Maybe subscribe and leave a rating and review. Each share and review means more to me than you'll ever know because it means that we're getting God's word out to more people. Your support means so much and I hope you'll tune in next week. In the meantime, let's connect on social media. I've linked my account in the show notes and I'd love to chat more with you throughout the week. Have a great day and God bless.